What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome back to the Digital Bounds Podcast, take four. My name, <laughs> as always, is Leon Hitchens, and with me, as always, I hey, have Sunny Singh. For the for the fourth right, time. So I say take. F- <laughs> I say take four because yesterday we we tried three recordings, but um, Slack audio was not like working properly, and then uh, Hangouts wasn't working like. Sunny sounded robotic. I was dropping out. I tried calling him. No, nothing was working. Yeah, it's just a, a Tuesday thing. So, yeah, so here we are, Wednesday, 713. Uh, lots of news happening today and yesterday. And we have a little bit of news to kind of like just quickly talk about last week. In our Trello, we had like Nest, August, Smart Desk 3, and Pixel XL rumors. So we're going to cover nest august and smart desk 3 quickly talk about the pixel xl a little longer i feel like uh cover what happened with amazon and i think there's one other thing but we'll do that on the fly while i read the verge <laughs> so <laughs> let's read let's start about the nest so nest announced a new doorbell a security system and a new outdoor camera the doorbell is called uh nest hello the security systems Nest Secure. The outdoor cam is like Nest IQ Secure Cam Nest, whatever they call their outdoor 4K cameras. Uh, I like the idea of the doorbell. It means they're competing against Ring and uh, Skybell and other companies. The Nest Secure is also another cool-ish idea, but I think it's extremely overpriced. It's just it's like a secure hub that you can have your like your uh, windows and door sensors connected to and the outdoor camera is just a 4k version of their outdoor cam uh what do you think sunny i'm actually kind of a big fan of the the security home security stuff that they're doing because we actually used to use a simply safe or simple safe and the main reason is like all the main home security systems like adt they're just pretty much they overcharge you and there's really little reason to use them um, so having like, having like companies that just do these, um, surveillance or like just, just the doorbell or just, uh, um, I don't know, like just the camera or whatever, um, just get into like the home security industry is, is nice cause it just kind of makes everything much cheaper. But I agree with what you said on digitalbounce.com. Just, they didn't really innovate, but it's nice that they're just catching up and adding all this home security features. So. It's nice, but it's not big news or anything like that. Yeah, well, I feel like it's a little bit big news. I do like the security system too, but I feel like you could do like a DIY version on like the smart things, the Samsung smart things. But I like that they're going like secure, like security focused. Mainly. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier when everything just kind of works together. So I like what they're doing here. Yeah, I, I already I just bought a new uh, Nest Fire Alarm, so I'm gonna add to like my system. I really want to buy the security system, but I do not want to pay five hundred dollars mm-hmm. for it. Now, do they also that's, have? That's like my big. Do they drawback. have like a monthly subscription as well? 
Well, I feel like there has to be because I think they said you can put a T-Mobile SIM in there and it'll call like it'll call out for you to mm-hmm. like a call center, and they'll dial like nine one one for you. So, yeah, so that's nice. I suppose it it's like an extra five dollars because the secure the the security cameras if you want to have like live feeds that record twenty four seven. Um, that's like ten dollars a month and then five dollars for extra every extra security camera. So I have two right now and that's what fifteen dollars so far Mm, which really is not that bad so um not particularly but it is a little more than i you know want to pay sometimes i feel like a lot of people will tend to just want to pay a lot just for security it's like the whole insurance thing yeah that is true uh moving on to august which also does home like uh, iot august announced a new cheaper lock that looks very normal uh they also updated their older version of the lock it's now called the august mic lock pro and then they updated their doorbell which is now um i think it's the doorbell pro i believe um the the old lock is now 279 it comes with the um the home connect hub and it also has uh, Z-Wave Plus compatibility, so you can use it with like Siri and uh, Google Home and Alexa. Uh, the doorbell is 199, and the new entry level lock, which I'm, I'm mainly like kind of focused on here, is 149 dollars. Looks completely different than other previous uh, smart locks from August. Keeps that thumb deadbolt, and instead of circular design, it, it's normal. Has like active monitoring to know when the door is open or closed. Which is also on the Nest. I mean, on the August Pro, um, it has longer battery life. And other than that, it's just it's it's like you know it's a price cut. All these companies are cutting prices to like get their foot into people's homes and then upsell them to the more expensive stuff. Like Nest did that with the Nest E. So now you're gonna buy the Nest E and you're gonna go, well, I want the fire alarm and I guess I'll get the security system and I guess I'll get the mm-hmm. the outdoor cameras. Yeah. So they're just going to keep like a gateway doing that. product to just all these other products that they offer around home automation and security. But I feel like I feel like the price yeah. is like the only thing that like the majority of consumers would stay away from. It's like, oh, I don't really want to pay like two or three hundred dollars just for a smart lock. Like the lock I have works fine. So why would I do that? But one hundred fifty, that's really like impulse territory. We're like, oh, why not? And, you know, let's try it. Yeah, like one hundred and fifty. It. I could see that as just like a you're in Home Depot buying paint and you're like, I've been thinking about updating my locks and you know what? What's an extra like hundred bucks on a lock, which I feel is so like first world um, middle income well, what's bracket going on there? like talk. What? Are you moving your mic or something? Possibly. Okay. Well, so the other thing um, okay. with the, the smart locks, like I read, I don't know if it's August or Nest, but one of them works offline, so it doesn't need any Wi-Fi connection. But uh, as long as it connects to your Bluetooth or like it, kind of, it just checks to see if you're near it, and it's able to unlock it through Bluetooth, I believe. Yeah, that's the August system. They'll does, work offline. Does your current no one, the old one, work that way? Yeah, it's all okay. Bluetooth. There's actually no Wi-Fi in it. You have to connect to the hub that that was sold mm-hmm. separately, and then it was like a that would connect to the Wi-Fi for yeah, that's you. That's really nice because I feel like 
there needs to be some sort of like fallback mechanism because otherwise I don't want to be locked out of my house. Yeah, I think most of them have like fallback mechanisms in some sense. I think Yell and uh, Schleiner or whatever they're called does it. So I know Quickset does the same thing. It's like Bluetooth and then they have like NFC like tags to, mm-hmm. to help you out. Yeah, so that's cool. So uh, the other... A small piece of news is Smart Desk 3 was announced. It has a built-in touchscreen instead of like touch controls. Why I'm talking about it, it, it's a sit-and-stand desk. Is Right now at my desk, I'm sitting like on a bar stool, and I have a uh, sit-and-stand desk. It's from Autonomous. It's the second generation, and I reviewed it on Digital Bounds, and they announced this one. I've been like in contact with them to get another review unit and everything, and... The difference here is there's no like touch controls like before. It's a touch screen on your your desktop, your desk area that's like slightly angled towards you and it's supposed to like have an AI in it. It's not a desk, it's an AI they they say. It it runs autonomous OS 1.0. It'll work with apps like Uber, LifeX, Spotify, and then there'll be a support for third-party developers later on. So... So why, like, why did they cr- just put a tablet in the into the desk, and why is it their own operating system? I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand their own operating. You know, I feel like they were like, "Well, let's go with our own operating system, keep it dumb and simple." Because I feel but like here, they thought here's maybe the problem, if- like, who's gonna create apps for like f- for the single desk? Like I. Like smartwatches, I kind of understand, and even then, Samsung kind of failed with Tizen the first time. Only the second time around, when they like really improved the watches and kind of just really got like the phone market share and everything, it was like okay. Well, well if it's some like like uh, wrapper of like a web app just re- repackaged for the the thing, like if they use like you know like a like a common SDK that's easy to use, like you know how the Pebble watches were just like uh, right. JavaScript it's a desk, web apps, though. and they. Like it's not just you know a hundred fifty dollar watch. That's true. It, it's a four hundred dollar desk, so there would be like what I could. I'm saying this may be the low end, but ten thousand desks out there. Does a developer like like uh, Trello want to do that? Like I understand, like because you, you just control it from your phone. So like I don't know. Like integration is nice. I see what they're trying to do, but. I don't really want my desk to have an AI. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just going to use Google Assistant. Yeah, that's what I would have liked. If they use like, a Google Assistant built in and had, like, a speaker under there. I, I think that's what they've been going for in the past. They've been talking about how their desk is an AI and they had a voice assistant. But I think they're, like, walking the wrong direction mm-hmm. building their own stuff. They need to work with Alexa or Google Home and build it directly into the desk because I would love to talk to Google and tell her, is it her? Or, t- sorry, tell it, um, lift my desk to 46 inches or lower my desk or uh, order me my Uber instead of having to tell some dumb desk something that it's probably not going to do. Yeah, now, now is there an option without the tablet in it? Um, you can go to the Smart Desk 2, the previous version, uh, and get okay. the, the non-tablet one, and it'll be cheaper. So, yeah. So I guess I guess the second one is still works for what it is. It's just it's weird. Yes. This is essentially a different product. Like it's not the Smart Desk 3. 
It's just its own thing. Yeah, but the Smart Desk 2 was supposed to have AI capabilities with like a speaker and a voice assistant, but they were always sold out of that yeah, stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to talk about the Pixel XL rumors that leaked on? Uh, well, it's more of the images that leaked yeah, on Droid we're already, Life. I, I feel like yeah, we already had like it. so many rumors. Um, let me see if I'm good at the Droid Life article. Um, they basically released the, the uh, I guess quote unquote official. It seems pretty legitimate. Um, but it's a color and the pricing. So there's going to be like a panda colored one where the top is black, the rest of it is white with an orange button, which I think is, is interesting. And then an all black version. Uh, the, we don't have like the front of the phone yet. We know it'll have like squeeze features. Um, and the pricing is what I'm really upset about because it starts at 849. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the pricing is the biggest yeah, like drop 949 for just for the 128 gig model so the low, lowest end will be 64 um and there is financing to pay monthly but <laughs> i don't know man like i may just not get the pixel like i'm still waiting i have the 6p and it's it's to the point where i have to like almost constantly have it be charged um i'm just kind of just waiting here for october 4th for google to announce the the pixel but I just don't know because we haven't even seen the the front of the screen yet, right? Oh, the leak. There's been other leaks that show like a near bezel right. with like a top forehead. That's really. But it. also, there was a recent rumor of stereo speakers on the XL, and I wonder if they still are going bezel-less with with stereo speakers. Well, if you put stereo speakers, you can put a, a speaker in the top, like uh, forehead, mm -hmm. and then on the bottom uh, where the charger is, you can hide the speakers down there, and it'd be stereo okay. still. I just because there's still two speakers. Yeah. That's what the iPhone did for a while. Man, I'm just <laughs> this pricing is just, like we just like we went from like Nexus pricing of like four hundred dollars, like four four fifty, and now we're going to thousand dollars for. Um, I, just based on all the rumors, this doesn't seem like some. This is not as big of an upgrade as the iPhone 10. I feel like that's more of like, quote unquote, revolutionary phone. Even though, uh, the Note and the S8 um, are pretty similar to it. Like the Pixel XL, it's. I don't know. It, I don't think it's worth a thousand dollars. That's that's a huge margin margin that they're making there. I yeah, I started thinking about this. Uh, they always say you can tell when a monopoly or duopoly or like a, some sort of company has some sort of control, like multiple companies have control of a market is when prices increase. Mm -hmm. So a commodity is becoming more expensive and right now phones are becoming more expensive. So it's interesting to look at like, is there some sort of, I, I wouldn't say maybe collusion, but they're, they're colluding together here. Like why are all of them going up upstream all of a sudden and like, and the other problem though is like like okay my 6p i think i paid 450 and it's like breaking down after two years and it's okay i can kind of deal with that it's about time i get a new phone like i'm not saying that's it's good that it happened but um but the, then the, the the current pixel has a bunch of issues um with like battery problems and um what there's other problems associated with it right 
a restart bug, yeah. and then there was uh, something else that I always encountered. Yeah, and I don't know about the Pixel, but I know the 6P also had like boot loop problems where it just breaks itself. Oh, yes, boot loop. Yes. Um, and, you know, you're paying less than 500 but the Pixel is like 700 something, maybe 800 So if you're paying, you know, $1,000 for a phone, and if it breaks after a year, it, that is not a good investment. Like a thousand dollar phone, in my opinion, should last a good three years, and that's that's my main. Uh, I don't know because you got to think about it. You're using that phone every year, so a thousand dollars over a course of what the whole the whole year, three hundred sixty five days is two dollars and seventy cents. That's like buying a coffee every mm -hmm. day. Like when you break it down into daily like increments, I I think. $1,000 for a device you use every day is not an expensive ask. Like, I understand that it is a lot of money, but it's not that much when you consider you're using that phone every single day. Well, Google just makes so much money off of the services that you use on it anyway. So it's more of like, they're still making a big margin of it. There's no reason a phone needs to be $1,000. Now, like, if it needs to be like a laptop, if it's like $1,500, $2,000, like, I can understand it um because of the parts and the software and stuff but like a phone it like it's you can buy a decent like almost flagship level phone for three to four hundred dollars and so based on that like i did, i just can't justify paying a thousand dollars for a phone even if it comes out to you know two dollars a, a day yeah i understand that but you like google's doubling down on hardware now like nest is part of Google and they announced new hardware. Google also announced that they were like uh, Accu hiring uh, HTC's division of like phone phone developers mm -hmm. and everything. So they're getting like well, that might new honestly part of, like there's one rumor where they might have had to do that just to be able to push the Pixel because I think HTC was having some financial issues. I'm not sure. E yes, they were. They were struggling. They were talking about spinning off like the the Vive division into its own company, and and possibly just letting the phone division like wither away. But now all those employees and like uh, all those assets are now part of Google. Mm -hmm. So so HTC is still there as a phone manufacturer, but they're they're no longer like fully staffed. Right, so it might just it might not be Google actually pushing hardware. It could just be okay. We ha we're kind of forced to do this just because of the the Pixel Two. Yeah, they they need a they need to make money off this device to pay everyone now, like to justify that. There there needs to be a margin there. So I understand mm. what Google's doing. Okay, I kind I can kind of see that. Um, like as a business perspective, most hardware, if you're making someone hardware related, it's anywhere from thirty to forty percent up price up because you have to move it from that from that that manufacturing area which normally china to to america to the launch to the store and then to the person's hands so you're maybe spending what an extra hundred dollars there so if the phone costs 300 to make is an extra hundred to ship that's 400 right there another like what probably 100 to pay someone that's 500 there. So 600, 700, 800, that's you're making they're making $300. Mhm. Mm I mean, which is still a lot of money, but it's right. not a lot when you consider Pixel is only going to sell 3 million or a million units if they're lucky. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that from the business perspective. Um, from the consumer perspective, like I feel like Google needs to make sure that this phone does not have big issues with, like battery because um, anyone that's paying a thousand dollars for a phone and then have it like be essentially useless after a year. Um, is, like I would never buy a, a Pixel or a Google Made device after that. Um, and I'm still like kind of based on 6P and the Pixel right now, like I may just go with a different phone and I'm probably going with uh, the Galaxy S8. Really? Yeah, because I mean, because there's also the LG V30, um, which is that even out yet? I keep hearing about it, but. It's out in a weird way, but LG never releases products sometimes, so. <laughs> they advertise you know? the hell out of it, but. <laughs> I just see a bunch of people are like it's not even out yet so um but why wouldn't you, you you're so invested in google's ecosystem I am. wouldn't you want the best android experience well what else do you recommend because then there's also there's the essential the pixel well i mean like it, it depends on based on all the rumors it, no it doesn't depend why that's the best experience you're gonna get wouldn't you want to pay more money for the best experience? I the Galaxy S8 is fine. It's a nice phone. I like mm -hmm. it. But I think if you want the best Google experience with the googly like features of Android and it's like the most optimized and clean experience, I mean, that's, you're that, going to that want is to the use reason I've been going with the Nexus line this whole time. But I guess it's um, I just feel like Google's not really innovating anymore. It's more. It's really just on the software end. And well, yeah, that that's that's all there. That's all I care about is like having an optimized phone that's gonna last all day. Like Galaxy S8 will do it, but I don't want to push accidentally push the stupid dog button to talk to Bigsby. I guess the I guess the one main thing is like if there's a chance where like you know October fourth Google announces it, they show the front of the phone, and the bezels are too big, and uh, let's say it doesn't have like I don't know wireless charging or. Just stuff that like I've kind of been wanting, um, but I've kind of like okay, six P is this metal, so they couldn't add this, couldn't add that. Um, there's like too many pain points, then I'm not going to care as much about the whole clean Google experience anymore, um, which you can kind of like you... already deal with um, on Samsung phones. So it's I don't find it to be a huge issue anymore. Um, uh, I don't know. Do you really need wireless charging? Because I I'd much rather use a USB C to quick charge than use a wireless no, I'm, I'm actually all for wireless charging um the only issues i had with it um because i think the was that the nexus 5 support it right yeah the nexus 5 and did the, or was it the nexus 6 too um nexus 6 yeah i think those plastics I, i'm pretty yeah, sure that was the last one yeah so the main thing with it is like Yes, you can quickly charge, but it's more convenient to just place it down on some sort of mat um, or wireless charger. So it's even if it charges more slowly, um, just how easy it is to do. Like I can be at my desk, put it down and it could be charging, which normally I wouldn't want to like deal with, you know, finding the cable, put, putting it in. Um, so the, but the only issue I had with it was just like overheating or you have to place it directly on, on the right spot on the phone, just a bunch of stuff like that. And wireless chargers were kind of expensive at the time too. Yeah. I, so I'm oh, for the technology. Oh, it just, at the time it wasn't really what it was supposed to be. I still feel like it has a lot of problems. Uh, 
the Galaxy S8, when I've seen people use it, they the wireless charge, it takes forever. I mean, like, in an hour, you went from 15% to, like, 40%. It was like, okay, like, what's the point of this? I could have already been charged. For that's not part. bad, though. Like, if you really need a charge, and that's not a thing. Like, the, the battery should last a day or more than a day because um, the phone's bigger, so I feel like... Uh, I, f- I feel like it, it should be fine as is. And then wireless charging kind of just adds, you know, that extra, like in an hour, that 25% um, is good enough for me. And if I really need to charge, then yeah, I can just quick charge in an hour. I'm, I'm back at full. I just think it's a useless feature. Like, I guess if you go to like Starbucks and you put your phone down on the table and it charges is nice, but otherwise I just find it as useless. It's just, just for convenience, but. Yeah, but they still don't work. You still have to kind of place them in the right spot, and it's just charges too slow for me. Well, they need to fix it then. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the news today. Uh, the Amazon Echo, or the, the there was a hardware event for oh, Amazon, and we have some new Echoes and um, a new Fire TV. Uh, let me let me run this down for you, Sonny, because I know you don't. Also, you haven't really I heard, seen the news. Well, I saw I saw I saw the ninety nine dollar one. I'm not sure about the other echoes. Okay, so let me pull this tweet up. I favorited it, and it was a very good like what was announced. Okay, so Amazon announced six new products. Okay, um, they announced a ninety nine dollar they cloth covered echo it's not necessarily cloth colored covered you can get in like hardwood and i believe like a metal finish so it's just a smaller more uh integrated to your home like it blends in with your home it looks more like the google home just a little bit taller i don't know what you're talking about it's a very novel and new idea (laughs) never seen it before there's a $150 Echo Plus, which is a smart hub, so you would be able to directly connect a Philips Hue uh, light. Oh, and that's the calling Echo. feature to it too, right? No, there's something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll let you finish. Ooh, wait, wait <laughs> I'm, for that. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish, there's... but Google has the best home speaker of, of all time. <laughs> okay, okay, Google fanboy. <laughs> uh, oh man, I've set it off Google now. Uh, there's a $20 Echo button, which is like a uh, buzzer, so you can play, uh, what do you call it, uh, trivia games with Alexa, which I think is kind of neat. Oh, it's yeah, the... super new and novel idea, too. I've never seen it before. don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's a $35 Echo Connect. This Echo Connect is the phone calling feature. So all of them can call now from, from a landline, but this one connects to your landline and then what you do is it's able to call you know like your mom or 911 and it's just it's using your phone line so it uses that number there or at least what i understand do you actually need a landline number that's what i'm need because I feel like that would be checking. the deal breaker there. I definitely don't want to have to pay for a home phone. Yes, it's more like a more modern one if it's connected to the Echo, but 
I would I would want to move away from that. Just use my mobile number. Yes, you you need to have a home phone. So just connect your home phone to your compatible Echo device to call any phone number using just your number. Echo Connect uses your existing home phone service to make and receive calls, including 911 and international numbers. And then it easily syncs all your contacts and blah, 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 blah. You use, so it's not your number, it's the home phone number. Uh, all you do is plug the Echo Connect into your home phone jack, uh, use the Alexa app and set it up, and you're ready to make and receive calls from your Echo device. I do not like the idea of that at all. Well, that's the main problem though if you're receiving a call and not at home can you have it forward to your mobile number like i assume not no because it's all through the echo and like home phone system it's, right. it's through a landline which is it's a clever workaround for them yeah i feel i kind of feel bad for amazon because they don't have the google voice infrastructure that that google has and so they can't provide you know voice over ip phone numbers and and just have like the, the system around it to support just you know having a mobile number yeah that, used on that grand central purchase almost what a decade ago was i think google's best purchase ever yeah which a lot of people don't really talk about it well because they've let it kind of like rot away and sense mm -hmm. and then they integrated it into project five but they don't talk about that integration with project Fi. Yeah, a lot of like that and Google Photos, if you're like like Google's killer services um, throughout like their whole existence. Yeah, like if Google like loses their search area, I definitely could see them like leaning heavily on like Google Photos and like Google Voice. But then again, you know, Yahoo had Flickr and they died. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of people love Flickr. I don't know. Was it Instagram that killed Flickr, or what was it? Or Facebook, I guess. Uh, I suppose it was a combination of, like, Facebook and Instagram and then, like, Google it's, Photos. Like, yeah, it's more of, coming. like, I guess if Google stops updating photos, um, then it has the potential to die. But... Yeah. Or was it Picasa at the time that Flickr was around, right? Yeah, but I feel like there was more of... Um... I, I don't honestly don't even know what Picasso was used for. <laughs> Well, it, Picasso was Google Photos in the day. Yeah, essentially. Not essentially, it was it. That's <laughs> literally, that was the product. It was just a crappier version. Right. I, I, I knew a lot of old people used it for some reason. Yeah, that was true. Okay, the other product announced was the $70 Fire, Fire TV 4K dongle that looks nothing like a Chromecast. I've never heard of a Chromecast before either. And the last thing that was announced is, it's uh, Echo Spot, and I'm looking right now, like uh, trying to understand if this Echo Spot is a alarm clock or not, because everyone's saying it's an alarm clock, and I just don't believe anybody that it's an alarm clock. No, it's an alarm clock. It's a smart alarm clock that can make video calls and be connected to external speakers. It's a Really, it's just like a like a Echo Dot and an Echo Shoe smashed together into a tiny like screen with a curved edge. I'm trying to find where this is. At. Oh yeah, it does look like an alarm clock. It is an alarm clock. It's really, it's really is an alarm clock. I'm not even kidding. Oh my god. Uh, so this is like oh my a god, Echo it's a hundred. It's a hundred and thirty dollars. No, 
Maybe for a hundred, but no. It can yeah. double. It can double as a nursery camera, which is nice. That would be like something right. I would use it for. But my Nest Cam does just as well, and it's just as much money. Yeah, it should have been ninety nine dollars. Yeah, if it was ninety nine, I'd have been which, like, which buying that's it. a pre order price. So if they go, if they do the same things as Google, then they'll just make it ninety nine dollars before even shipping the pre orders. Oh, and piss everyone off. Okay. Right, because Amazon's being unique here, so. Oh, that's clever. That that is true. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about this Echo Plus real quick. Uh, let's backtrack and, and talk about them. So the Echo so is this is this the cloth one? No, no, no. The Echo Plus is the the long tube one. It's the original one, but it has the smart hub in it. So it is now the second generation of the the Echo. It has Zigbee as a low power way to extend its wireless range, and it's priced at $149. It works with over 100 smart home devices, and you can connect things like uh, Philips Hue or other other uh, smart home product products directly to it. So I'm thinking Smart Things and Wink is dead. Why is Wink dead? It's not compatible. Well, Wink Wink is a smart hub. They don't sell any products. Okay. They're just a smart hub. So Wink has already been struggling. Uh, I think Will I Am's company bought it. Well, I thought they had. Didn't you have the lights? Yeah, but they or... like they phased that. They were partnership with GE, uh, and then they phased that out because there was okay. profitable. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, Wink, so Wink's on the way out. Smart, this point. Yeah. Yeah. Smart Things has Samsung, so their their cash flow positive no matter what happens, but. I'm thinking, what does Google do to answer the smart hub thing? Because I've been saying the Google Wi-Fi should have been a smart hub and a smart speaker. I, th I think they'll just release a hub at this point because they love just creating, you know, individual like separate products, even though they could have integrated into an existing product. Uh, they'll, they'll be late to the game, but like I feel like Google can can afford to do that. They can't afford to do that, but where does that, like, are they going to announce that October 4th, or is that like a next year sort of project, product, do you think? Like, like because none of this stuff uh, really leaked. Like, this was all, like, surprise right. to me. I didn't even know Amazon was having an event today. I mean, they, they haven't released a second Google Home yet, so because i mean google home like in the app is kind of like a hub in itself since you're connecting the chromecast and the home together and so they could just release a new google home that also acts like a hub or release a product alongside it so if they were to release a new google home yeah um i don't know when that would be that could be they could surprise us with like something november december i doubt it um so it'll probably be on a January, February, maybe. Mm, so they announce it and then they like pre-orders in, in December. So you get it right out before Christmas. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so it, it could be a Google I/O thing. Who knows? Yeah, it seems so far off though. Right. Like they would be playing too much catch up. Like there's one thing of playing catch up and like announcing it and then shipping it later on, but then announcing it like six months later makes you just look like you're copying and. Companies don't like doing that so much. <laughs> uh, so, so this here's what I want to know. Other people probably do too. Like, what's the main difference between the Echo Plus and the smaller ninety nine dollar 
cloth colored Echo. Well, the, the, the $99 cloth one is cheaper. It doesn't have a smart hub in it. So this is like, so if, so it's just the hub functionality. Wow. I just, the... I just blew my whole like argument away because I was going to say, well, this is people who want to use Alexa, just Alexa. And then I'm like, well, what do you use Alexa for? You just, <laughs> you use it to control your smart lights and set timers. Right. So this is why I think the, the, the Google could just build it into the second Google home. Yeah. Or even like issue some sort of like over the air update mm-hmm. and have like a external, like little, you know, like a connect device, like a little hub that's like cheap, like 35 bucks or something. And it acts as a Chromecast and it's a hub or something. Yeah, but it, I think it's really cool that they're releasing this this cheaper one now. I feel like most people would just want to get that. Yeah, I don't because I was gonna say like, oh yeah, it's the cheaper one. This is what everyone's gonna buy, and then I'm like, fifty dollars more, you get a smart hub, and you can connect your lights to it. But if you get the cheaper one, you're still gonna have to buy a more. You're gonna have to buy a hub, which is like fifty dollars on its own most times for like a Philips yeah. Hue hub. Plus a yeah, but it's more of like just entry level. Um, it's it's like a Google Home, just like an entry level thing you can get, and then later on you could buy the more. Expensive I guess because the Echo it. Plus right now, if you pre-order it on uh, Amazon, which it comes out October thirty first, you get a um, a. Uh, I'm blanking here. It fills too bold with it. So one hundred forty nine dollars. A Philips, a Philips Hue bulb goes for like $34, $35. So you're getting a good deal here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually pretty nice. The So I'm looking at the Echo buttons. Like, what's the point of those, though? I mean, like, do, do people really love playing Alexa games? Um, well, y- you can play, like, silly games with Alexa and ask Alexa, like, who's the president like i guess now they're going to do more games with it which i, I mean like because my daughter and i because so, i know like sorry my my daughter and i i'll i'll say like what does a well sound like and google will tell me a well google has like funny games that she loves so like for kids i feel like getting them used to the the alexa and not using the smart home things and everything just having them play a game with alexa is a cool and clever way to get them into the ecosystem right. and maybe maybe those well, kids I, will develop apps for them well i know that like amazon innovative here and they went back in time to um to, to release this feature but like uh, on the google home it has a trivia game on it and you can you, i mean you can just play it without any sort of hardware but it's something like it's something that's fun it's something that family and kids can do but i just don't see someone going out and like buying hardware or like controller style hardware, like just for, just to play a game on their home device. I don't know. It's like it, it's a nice little like okay, if you want it, you can get it. But I don't know. I don't know how many people are gonna buy these. Honestly, I feel like I a lot, a lot of families will do it. A lot of failings. <laughs> failings. Families. Oh, fa- <laughs> a failed family. Yeah, families yeah, or like college kids <laughs> or something that want to like have fun games. Like a right. game night, and this will be like a cool game night thing. You play like a game Monopoly, and once everyone's relationships are ruined, you yeah. go, "Let's play with Alexa." <laughs> it it could be a very niche niche thing to do, like 
Because, I mean, there's, um, like, subcultures for, like, you know, board games and stuff. So this could just be one of those things. Yeah, that's that's truly how I feel about this. Like, I, I would buy, like, honestly, after Amazon's event today, I'm like, shit, why did I buy a Google Home? Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I'm like, I should have just invested in the Alexa, like, uh, ecosystem. Like, I could have had. It is getting, the only, the only problem is the calling. I feel like Google has that down. I don't um, think I would use everything that else. Yeah, uh, but I, I feel like everything else, uh, Amazon's doing a lot better. So I guess it depends if, if the calling feature is a deal breaker. I don't think it's deal breaker for anybody. Is really like, I just don't see it as like. I get it. Like maybe if you're older, but I think it's, I think it's really nice to be able to just say. Hey, G word call call someone and just have it like it's on speakers you can just say it in any room like it's just like the future of like home tech yeah um just like i like because because like kyle was saying how like he doesn't really see any use um he's, he's like our business partner doesn't see any use in google home or alexa um he just like will talk to his phone or or um yeah he'll just like do that i guess but I like not having to pick up my phone or not having to like scream across the room or anything like that. Um, just say it, boom, hands-free. Like typically if I'm getting ready in the morning, I can just like check the weather, I can check traffic, I can set reminders or whatever, boom. Like I don't have to touch anything. I could be multitasking. I feel like that's like the future, the whole like Iron Man theme to that. So that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. So like calling is one of those things that I'm sure it's not a deal breaker to a lot of people now, but in the future, I don't want to have that connected to my landline. Just want to be able to make a phone call and just like live in that utopian future or whatever. Uh, yeah, but the only, this is my laziness coming through. The only reason I use Google Home is to turn on the lights, uh, tell my Chromecast what to play from YouTube or Netflix, set timers, and like tell it to like uh, turn off my outside lights. Like everything I just don't want to get up for. Right. Like I don't check the weather, or occasionally check the weather, but I'm like, I can just walk outside. I'm already getting out. I'm already getting up to go outside, might as well. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, same for me. I'm saying like it includes all of that stuff. I, just like hands-free, not having to yeah, do anything. Because I really like the... I guess you're saying like, the priority is more of just the home controlling control. my home and controlling my TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really all I use it for. Is my TV? I love saying like, wait, like, hey, G word. You have you have a girlfriend though, right? <laughs> she she's she's revolting. Won't won't change the channels for me anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, you have to up- upgrade the firmware. Oh, <laughs> uh, so oh, let's talk about the Fire TV. Uh, this dongle looks so cool. Like, I surprised no one's ever like made a a TV dongle before like this. It's it's a shape yeah, of a diamond. Really cool. Like it just plugs into your TV, and you just can stream. Yes, stuff. it's a 4K, 4K. Uh, 4K HDR at 60 frames per second. It has Dolby Atmos. Uh, the same thing as a uh, what do you call it? Chromecast, Chromecast Ultra. But the only the only nice thing mm-hmm. here is, I really want my Chromecast to come with a remote, but not like uh, like a remote where I can like navigate. I just want to have like volume up, volume down, 
uh, play mm-hmm. pause because sometimes I don't have my phone on me and I'm like play and then I'll like try to talk to Google and Google's like you're not casting because I'm using like Hulu or something and I'm like oh my god just I want a remote please like why don't you make a remote so, so the Amazon so the Fire TV has a yes it comes with a well it comes with a Fire remote that has Alexa built in so that's kind of nice Ooh. So you can use Alexa, so, but you can also have their remote to navigate the, the system. So time to convert to Amazon? To I know. I just, I got to wait for October 4th. It's really tempting though. Like that's, that's pretty nice. Cause yeah, I feel like that's the same issue. Like you don't want to pull out your phone, unlock it. And then, and then if the, if the app's not open, you have to go to that, then you can pause. Like it's Yeah. That's my only thing is playing and pausing. Like. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, you can do voice control, but it doesn't always work. I mean, one, if your, yeah, if your TV's loud enough, and yeah, two, if it, you just want to like right well, away. Well, if you it. use your voice control, if you say Google at the t- at the Google Home, and it's it realizes it's casting, it lowers the volume on the TV so it can hear you. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like it's super smart. Everything it's like Google never did there's a bunch of things that google is like very nuanced about they never used to do that because when i first did it, i was always like so mad that it never heard me because i was like it, it needs mm-hmm. to turn down the volume and all of a sudden it started turning down the volume for me and like when it's that's one thing that alexa still hasn't fixed right yeah alexa's like in a different realm they're like let's build a bunch of apps let's build a bunch of commands let's do this this and this google's like uh we're, we're still trying to fix all our dumb problems that we have <laughs> they're like reminders yeah and that's cool yeah right <laughs> uh so like uh i know google home was starting to release like these puck-sized uh google homes i don't know what what is the new name of them the, so is they're not google right? branded ones it's like the tick the tick watch the one that i pre-ordered the tick company mm-hmm. announced that they would build a like a little hockey puck one. Uh, with with assistant built yeah in. so a lot of them are just like third-party ones right now supposedly google's going to do one october so, 4th but right now they're just third-party ones yeah because i want to be able to buy more and just put them around the house and here's what i'm wondering though because i only have one right now it, let's say i set a timer like in the kitchen the google home that's in the kitchen and i go up like go to the living room or i like, go up to the bedroom will the google home in the bedroom ring like will they be able to talk to each other Cause that's something that I feel like, like that that's the the seamlessness that I'm really looking in like a home automation system. Um, I feel like at first they probably wouldn't, but over time I feel like Google would realize that people are complaining about that. But because like they have the the multi account system, and so I feel like they should be able to detect who's on, or like how, know that like there's different Google Home set up. Because you also don't want to, like, if you have one, like, let's say in the living room and, like, there's a kitchen right next to it, you don't want one to to pick up the command. Well, that, but that's, that's really using has. the Farfield, uh, Farfield uh, mics because it, it, it's telling which one's, like, which one's closest to it. I don't know if all of them go off. I only have one Google Home at the moment. So that would be interesting to see if all of them say that the timer is... Like, everything, everything is there to support it. Because they have, because um, when you add it, it's like, okay, here's the living room one, here's the, the bedroom one, or whatever. Well, yeah, but so. like, I've never like, well, because the Google Home and like my phone is so different with the Google Assistant. I wish my phone would sometimes buzz me that my my 
home timers going off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. So it, I, I don't know. Google needs to like consolidate their their assistant and make it into the assistant that's not different from the phone home. So yeah, just everything needs to work together and be consistent. Yes, uh, I think that's really all the news. Do you have anything else like? Like, there's a lot that's been happening. Yeah, I think it's happening, pretty much it. That's all I really want to talk yeah. about. I'm just super excited for October 4th. It's coming up very quickly. There's a lot that's more than likely going to be announced. Uh, it, it's just, it's kind of a wait and see. Like, what is Google going to do? How are they going to do it? Are they going to price it similarly to Amazon? And, and it, are they going to... I just... just I still have a small hope they'll make it uh, like five or six hundred dollars. Just very small hope that they'll still do that. Ah, uh, no, it's a... just like blow everyone out of the water, make a really yeah, good right. phone, and just make money off of advertising. I wish. <laughs> Again, small okay. hope. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'll put money on that, and I win. I buy a new phone. <laughs> uh, so, if you guys want to review us on uh, the Apple podcast what is it called apple podcast or it's on itunes i guess uh thanks google play podcast that makes sense uh just leave a six star review i know it's only five but try to figure out how to get six stars even if you put an emoji star for us we appreciate it uh also follow us on digitalbounds.com Ooh, we had personal topics did we did you i i was gonna yeah real quick that's how terrible I am. All right. <laughs> All right. So real quick, before we end, I want to plug the Gadget Smart podcast and newsletter. That's gadgetsm.art. I talk about bite size gadget reviews and news. Uh, it's on Anchor, but you can find it on Google Play and Apple Podcasts and all that. I also bought a Nest uh, Protect Fire Alarm, which is the most expensive fire alarm I've ever purchased, but... I really like the idea of it. <laughs> my dad, uh, actually, because I, I was like, oh, it's a cool nightlight, too, when you walk under it. And he goes, ooh, $119 for a nightlight. And I was like, yep, that's I, I feel that way. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's all I really wanted to say is just plug those two things. Anyth- anything for you? Okay. Oh, I'll just plug my podcast okay. as well. Yeah. <laughs> so Sunny Commutes podcast. Just Just find it. Uh, you need a cool domain like sunnycommutes.fm. Yeah, if I want to pay a hundred dollars, <laughs> yeah. uh, someone someone out there should should, should buy the domain and. and uh, uh, you should uh, do a Patreon. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> give give me. A, I don't know. I feel like podcast domains aren't that important, but. It's on my site though, sunnysync.io slash podcast. Yes, so that's all the, that's all we have for this week now that I backtracked real quick. Uh, gadgetsm.art and then Sunny Commutes on Apple Podcasts and all your podcasting apps. Uh, talk to you guys this weekend on Monday, and we really appreciate you guys listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.